are about to witness the strength of Flex Talk. Alright guys, and we're back. And guess what? I got my special co-host. Josh is in the building. Josh, how you woo. doing, buddy? Rick Flair with the woo. Woo. Hey, but you know it's what? It's good to be back, brother. <laughs> hey, you made some fucking time for me, man. That's awesome. I know, finally. Fucking the evil clutches of work. Let me go. Yeah. There you go. So uh, we got a weekend free. We got Josh over here. And uh, guess what, guys? I'm back at the Flix Talk podcast <laughs> studio. And uh, if you guys listen to the previous episodes, like the last two, uh, I was mobile. I was cat sitting. So I take my whole setup on the road with me on the road again. And it's uh, good to be on the road again. Yeah. Again. And even though you heard our official Flix Talk theme song at the beginning of the song, I got a special one for Josh, though. You remember this one, Josh? This one's for you, buddy. Oh. That's your song, buddy. <laughs> Josh is back. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back, guys? It's Josh for Flix Talk. What's That's going right. on, buddy? So, life has been crazy for you, right? It's been hectic, dude. It's yeah. been ridiculous. It's been up and down like a fucking roller coaster, but I'm back. But rumors are going around that you just said, you know what, fuck Flix Talk, and I want you to clear No, the- what? Yeah, no. Who every- are these people? Everybody's saying this, dude. So I want you to clear- Bring me these people. I want you to I want you to clear the air and explain these to them are, what's going on. In the on. words of Braille Clinton, I am not quitting Flix Talk. Okay. I, I, th- I thought you were going to say I'm not a racist for some reason. Yeah, we I don't are know oh, <laughs> uh, I'm not going Roseanne yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not a racist. No, who did that? Reagan? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, Nixon. I am not a crook. Oh, oh that's right. Nixon, Nixon, right. Nixon. All right. So this episode, um, we're going to be talking hereditary spoilers. Now, a couple episodes back, I did hereditary because I saw it uh, Thursday night and I just wanted to get everything off my mind without giving it too many spoilers. But I told Josh to check this one out. And you know what, motherfucker? I told you to check out Upgrade because it was so cool. And you're like, nee, me, me, I don't know about that one. It doesn't look that cool. And dude, everybody's saying it's the coolest movie all year. So when are you going to believe me? That's what I want to know. I don't, I don't know, David. Are you going to wait until it's like streaming on TV to finally catch it and then be like, David, David, we should have talked about this, David. Because because by then everything's going to be shut down, brother. This Mm. net neutrality thing is going crazy. No, it ain't going to happen. It's going viral. It ain't going to happen, buddy. But anyways, we are here and we're talking Hereditary. A film just came out this weekend and we're recording this on June 9th, 2018. So it is the weekend of. Uh, If you guys don't know about this film right here, it's when a matriarch of the Graham family passes away. Her daughter's family begins to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestors now if you guys don't understand that synopsis don't worry this movie is fucking confusing i'm sorry to me it confused the shit out of me i I loved it too dude but i'm just saying it's confusing as fuck yeah so confusing engaging even though like you said it was going to be a slow burn yeah when i was going in i was expecting that but dude it was it was amazing writing like you said yeah uh this movie does star alex wolf as peter gabriel byrne as steve tony collette as annie and millie shapiro as charlie and um dude this uh this movie like like you said i mean it's great writing Definitely. Even though it kind of went over my head a little bit with the ending, uh, it, it got me thinking. And I think that's what these movies 
are good for it. Definitely gets people talking, especially if you go with a group of friends, um, because everybody's trying to, trying to decipher and break this Da Vinci Code of an ending, man. So, so let's talk. Uh, do you want to jump right into the ending, or what do you do? What do you want to talk about with this movie? There's so much to talk about. So many good scenes. Um, I, I want to talk about the like the deaths. They were brutal, cool, man. Like my favorite part would have to be the decapitation up, of Charlie. Okay, was so my we, favorite part. Okay, so it's Peter, and he's supposed to take his sister Charlie yeah. to a party. The mom makes him take the sister to the party, yeah. and then uh, we get we get a shot of her eating this cake. Which earlier you saw them grinding nuts and shit into it, and she's by the way, Charlie is allergic to a nut to nuts, so she eats like a big ass piece of cake. She starts freaking out. Uh, meanwhile, Peter's in the background smoking weed with this girl that he likes. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, he she starts spasming and she can't she can't fucking breathe and everything. So she's he he picks her up, rushes, throws her in the back seat, tries to go rush her to the hospital. She sticks her head out for some reason, I guess to breathe like a dog. It was really weird. Mm. And then she boom right right into it. Was it a tree right or a pole? It was a telephone pole. It was uh, yeah, dude. Oh my god, that was brutal. Yeah, or, or like a telephone line. The ones that are carrying the lines back and forth. Yeah. That, that was pretty bad, man. Um, dude. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. That was uh. It made me sick and sad because I really like Charlie, dude. I, I thought even though she had like a weird look to her, uh, right. she was very misunderstood. Um, I mean, she just had like a lot going on in her mind, you could tell for sure. And uh, you know, with, with proper guidance, dude, she could have opened up. And I, and I felt like she just her time was just cut short. But I mean, we found out from the end of the movie, she had to be killed is what it was in like almost like a blood sacrifice type of thing. Um, because I don't know if you caught it, the, when he's driving to the party on the actual telephone pole, they carved in the like ritual insignia on that pole. So that had a lot to do with things. Did you really? Notice? I didn't see that. Yeah. They zoomed in right to it. So yeah, they showed like that little, like it looked like a, like a wave or some kind of like pattern, like a, like a, a cryptic carving or something. And they show it later, uh, when they go into the attic. Huh. Yeah, yeah, that, that weird Greek insignia, whatever yeah. that is. Something, dude. Yeah. But it, it, it was there, and I was like, okay, this is foreshadowing for something. Uh, I just kind of didn't put two and two together until after the movie. But, um, yeah. yeah, so we get to see Charlie decapitated, and they actually show it, um, like her head. And, dude, I was talking about it uh, kind of in the spoiler-free review, that um, this is the most realistic pr- prosthetic head I've ever seen. It looked re- like it looked like a Faces of Death banned from TV real head oh yeah it was it was brutal and all the all the freaking maggots and flies in it and yeah it was, it was gruesome dude yeah just even overnight tongue, just even overnight or a couple of days or whatever the head just being right there on the road um it already infested basically yeah. with insects and stuff and ugh. And, and going back and now that i look at it there was major foreshadowing when she's cutting off that bird's head it was like she was she was predicting what was to come mm. i didn't even think of that yeah i didn't even think of that part but yeah yeah, so she definitely um, she's a, she's an odd kid, man. And you know what's funny is that that actress, if you look up her IMDb, Millie Shapiro, she doesn't look like that. Also, looking back, I think there was symbolism to that where maybe it was like she wanted to be free as a bird, and that's why she chose a bird to cut off the head. I don't know. Yeah, weird. I don't. I don't know either. Um, so we get that, and then uh, I, I didn't really like the reaction. From the brother, I mean, I know he was stoned and stuff like that, but he didn't even, like, look back to see if... He already knew she was dead, but he didn't even, like, look back to see if she... Like, the, at the body, I know he was traumatized, and right. then he goes into his... Ha- he just drives home, 
And then he walks into the house and goes immediately to bed. Like, even people behind me were like, what? Like, why would he do that? Like, who does yeah, that, that? That was so fucked up. Yeah, it, people were like, what? Like, who does that, you know? And I thought the fact that the next day when they have the mom go to the car, that, that was really sad and creepy. Like, but that was great writing, though, because she's the one yeah. that discovered the body. Yeah, but I, I feel like, do you ever you ever think maybe he was in a trance? Like that was when it was starting to uh, take a hold of him. No, because uh, they had to do the seance for that all to kick in. It didn't. Oh, everything yeah, didn't right. start kicking in until the seance happened. I think he was just more uh, shocked at the fact that he killed his sister, and and, yeah. and like I said, he knew it before. You know, without even turning around, but like still, like go to your parents' room or something and tell them. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe it was just like a lot of thoughts going through his head. I'm sure, but. Yeah, just poor Charlie, man. And poor freaking Annie, dude. Like, she has to... Everybody in her family died. And she talked about that, too, at the group meeting, that her mom died recently of dementia. Her dad, like, starved himself to death, and her brother hung himself. Right, and and going back to that, as a family, her husband is fucking weird. Yeah. He doesn't really care... That about was a, all the shit going around him. I thought that was the weakest then, character, by the way. Yeah, and then he and later on he he starts popping the pills. Are those sleeping pills or like Xanax? I, I couldn't tell. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. He did take a couple pills, and then he cu- he took a couple more. Like so, I thought he was trying yeah, he to took OD. Like maybe fucking, he took like six pills or something like that. I think. Yeah, I thought he was trying to OD for a second, but I don't know. Right. Yeah, but yeah. He he, started, he, uh, he was the least least uh, favorite character I think in the whole he, thing. He was. He was really disengaged from the whole fucking family. Yeah, his uh, yeah, yeah, his yeah, his his acting was not up up there like the level level wise with the rest of the family. I guess as far as um, just everybody's um emotions. I guess he he was like the the least emotional in the movie. I think right. But going back to that, I didn't know that dude. Um, the, Annie is from fucking Six Sense. That's the mom from Six Sense. Oh yeah, dude, she she's a huge totally actress. But, no, know. she's a huge actress. Dude, she's in so many fucking movies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was in Little Miss Sunshine too. But that's cool. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she played the mom. I, I just remember a couple of the current ones that she's in. I don't even remember her in Six Sense. But um, wait, maybe because I never saw that movie. I never fucking saw that movie, dude. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. I didn't care because everybody kept ruining the fucking ending. So fuck everybody in the world because oh, they spoiled they it for you. To... Like I spoiled Logan, dude. I spoiled Logan for my boss, and I still feel like a shithead. Yeah, you should. That was like one of the best Marvel movies of all time, guy. Why would you do that? Yeah. Well, I. <laughs> Well, he, he, come on. He, he's like, he's like, he's like, uh, wait, what do you mean he dies at the end? I'm like, unexcusable, yeah, you know unexcusable, that? Josh, unexcusable. I, I still feel like shit. He probably, that's why he hates me probably. <laughs> so more cool scenes from hereditary. Go. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Um, another good. Scene. You saw it after me. So you should, it should be more fresh in your mind. What, what stood out? Um, the synopsis, you want me to break it down for you? No, I just did. I already did that. <laughs> what oh. the fuck? Um, another good scene would have to be when, when Peter's in class, dude, and he just starts fucking freaking out and he just starts hitting his head against the table. Yeah. Cause he got possessed. That was, that was intense. Yeah. That was cool. Um, how they showed, they kind of conveyed the, uh, the spirits being in like the little, uh, like lens flare that was flying around. That was like a spirit or something. That, that was, um, I think that was Charlie actually is what it was. Right. Yeah. It was Charlie. So, yeah, it was um, Charlie going around and. Yeah, Charlie going around, kind of floating around, and then she enters his body and possesses him. And I, I also thought a, a really, really creepy scene um, was when he's he wakes up out of his bed, the boy um, Peter. Is it Peter, yeah. right? Um, and he looks in the corner of his room, and then he sees Charlie there, and like her head falls off and then becomes a ball. That was so cool. That was, that such, was fucking, fucking amazing. Yeah. That was so fucking amazing. Um, yeah, dude, and it's just like... Uh, I didn't really understand the ending because I, I'm not really into like those witchcraft ritual movies. Like they don't 
uh, there's something about them like they're just you know what you know what uh you know how movies have filler like maybe like five minutes of filler ten minutes of filler i i feel like right. this movie was like 80 percent filler like it could have been filmed in like 10 minutes and we would have had the whole movie like if it was a condensed <laughs> No, I'm serious, dude. Like, I felt like these scenes were, like, extended out. Like, remember when she discovers a body up in the attic? Yeah. Right? The grandma's headless body. And uh, and then she tells the husband. And then we get the whole scene of him climbing up there. And then he's like, oh, there is a body. Like, he didn't need to go. Like, he – they didn't need to show all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't need yeah, to – Yeah, was – We didn't need validation, basically. We didn't need validation from him, right. too. Like, the least – you know what I mean? Like, it was so what? dumb. What I never got is, do you think she really did do the um, grave rummaging, or was it was it no. was it Charlie? Like, who really did it, or was it Joanne? I, I don't think anybody did it because at the end we see them all bowing. So obviously they're they're being possessed, Josh. They're moving on their own, is what yeah. it is. Because that, I mean, how are they moving in these positions? Yeah, and that's another thing. The ending was totally artsy, dude. Yeah. Well, not well, not almost, really. Like, I mean, it had to do with okay. The, you get the whole movie in the beginning. She Charlie says, Grandma wanted me to be a boy. She says that in the beginning. Right. So if you really, really remember that part, which I did not remember until the end, like until after leaving the theater, then you kind of know that, oh, that makes sense then. They, it, it, it was destined for Charlie to die and her spirit was going to go into the boy, which was still a bloodline legacy. And he was going to become the king. Right. Peter, uh, what was it? Solomon or, or Poloman? Poloman. Poloman. Yeah. I, I don't know the mythology of whatever the names were. But yeah. No, no, she no, was, I got to look it up. Yeah. She was reading some like, you know, um, mythology of the whole, you know, the this. It was supposed to be a man and this and that, you know, and this ritual. Everybody's. Dude, when I first, when they also, when they first showed those naked people, I had no clue what the fuck was happening. It was like It Follows. You remember that movie? Yeah. Yeah, that, was, sh- that was hella creepy, dude. They showed a lot of naked people in there, too. Dude, do you ever notice, like, uh, paranormal or, like, Beyond the Grave or, like, rituals, they always deal with naked people? Does that have to do with yeah. something? I don't, I don't know. Probably. There's probably some kind of symbolism to... But, d- dude, when the mom starts fucking hitting her head yeah. against that door, oh, my God. Yeah, so the mom just becomes possessed all to hell at the end of the movie. And um, she starts, like, flying and, like... Cl- uh, well, she doesn't start flying until, like, until she ultimately severs her head. But, um, yeah. which was great. You know why? Because if you noticed in the mythos, it said that, like, in the book that she was reading... It said that uh, they needed. Did you notice that the that the, the the king was riding with three heads? Oh, he was holding three heads, bro. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I you have so that. you have Charlie's head, you have the grandma's head, and you have her head, which she severed off, which was right. Gross as fuck. When I saw her, dude, that was so cutting her own head with like a with like a razor wire. I was like, and she was looking at Peter right in his eyes. I was like, oh, yeah, she's just not away. <laughs> dude, I was like. You know what I was thinking the whole time? I was like, if he doesn't jump out this goddamn window, and he did. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't fucking. Because that was the only out way there. out. That was the only way out. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then instantly, when he hits the ground, a couple seconds later, you could tell, boom, Charlie's in the body now. Well, be, well, they do show the spirit flying to his back. So, yeah. They kind of show, like, that light shimmer or whatever, which was really cool because um, I'm tired of seeing, like, all these, like, ghost silhouettes of, you know, yeah. you know the spirits and stuff like that but they showed it like a just like a little lens flare which was yeah I well, was how, how, did they, how did they do that that was badass um just cgi it's just cgi effects 
Yeah. I, the only thing I, I would say I didn't like was the CGI flies. Um, w- w- they were kind of like w- overdone w- almost. You mean when they opened like the... Um, yeah, it was almost like, like they were just dots. Like it's just like blobs of yeah. sharpies going around. Oh, I, I didn't even notice they were CGI flies. So I don't, I didn't notice that. But well, I mean, like when she uh, when she's like walking around and it's like all over the screen, hmm. that, that's when I was like, that, that can't be, those can't be real flies. That doesn't that doesn't really take away from anything. I mean, um, I, I'm just trying, to, I'm just trying to really decipher this ending. I mean, it was a slow burn. Like I in my, I even said in my first review, like this fat guy next to me, dude, he fell asleep five times, bro. He he started really? snoring. Yeah, really, he started snoring. He started fucking snoring. He was like. <laughs> You know, heavy set people, they just start breathing like really loud. So I didn't know if he was, yeah. that's just how he was or if he was actually fell asleep. Oh my God, that's funny. Yeah. That's fucking funny. But, um, another scene that I thought was great was when, when, um, when the dad tries to, Steve, Steve tries to get rid of the book. Uh huh. And then she grabs the book from him and throws in the oh, fire yeah. and then he fucking burns on fire. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. That, that was cool. That was, um, I, I thought it was a little weird how quick he went up in flames, <laughs> but, uh, but, right, I, but, like, but, but I forgot she doused it in, in gasoline. So he like literally went up like a match, like in one second and he was like, oh, yeah. like running around and shit. And that was, um, it, even, even cre- I think creepier was when they showed the actual burnt body because it did look like a real body. I don't know if you've seen real burnt bodies like on like, uh, like these websites at like rotten.com or something, but they oh, look stiff. Yeah, something. they look like stiff like that. And it looks, it's pretty haunting. And they, all you yeah, could, all you could see was the wedding ring still on his finger. And I was like, Oh God, you know? Yeah. That was pretty bad. But, um, also I like when they go back and they explain how crazy she really is. Remember with the paint thinner story? Mm-hmm. Why Peter's so scared of her? When they do first show, the um the sleepwalking from Annie uh that was really creepy I I didn't know what to think I was like okay maybe she is the killer like maybe she's doing certain things to people or or whatever and maybe she is a crazy one you know right like and then when when Peter wakes up from that dream and he he she was out the window and she's grabbing his fucking head and pulling trying to rip his head off oh yeah yeah that was that was that was kind of weird because at first I thought the hands were coming from underneath the bed it didn't even look like they were coming out the window and she's right. like why are you grabbing my head he goes why were you grabbing my head from behind the bed. But there was like no, yeah. there was like no space for her to even fit back there. So I was like, did that really happen or was it a dream? I didn't. Yeah, I, didn't. I, I still don't know. Yeah, I still, I still don't know. know. I'm, I'm of, sure it really happened. A lot of yeah, unanswered questions. A lot of unanswered, uh, unanswered questions. But um, yeah, when we get the final ritual scene. Oh, by the way, this. What did you think about the music? Because I thought the music was like amazing. Dude, it was phenomenal. It was. It kind so of creepy. reminded me of a mixture of like Insidious and Sixth Sense. Yeah. Or something. Something. Hmm. Something pretty awesome. Yeah, it was a really, really good, intense score. Um, yeah. Damn, when, when, dude, when Charlie died and the mom was crying, I almost started crying, dude, because that was, God, I just felt like, how can you go on? Just so many people dying. Yeah, it was, how do it you was, go on? I still, I and still, she was like crying. It was just a little shit to me, dude. She was crying like, at the funeral, too, and I was like, oh, God, like, it, it was tough. It was tough, man. Oh, and yeah. like, and that, I, I love that one scene, the dinner scene. The dinner scene when she finally snaps oh, yeah. and lets all of her emotion out. Yeah. That was fucking brilliant. Yeah, she just basically tells the son he's, you know, a, a little shit and he's, you know, why didn't you say you're sorry? And you basically he has the kid hasn't come to terms with, you know, with it. I mean, he hasn't grieved fully and he he's not taking responsibility. And, and um, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't want to think anything. You know, he doesn't want to say anything. He's just dude, he's like a zombie now. He's walking zombie at school and. He's dude. Did you notice? Um, they didn't really get into it, which I thought was great. But he has a panic attack when he smokes weed. Did you notice that? Yeah. What was up with that? No, he just had a panic attack because of all the shit that happened, dude. He felt responsible for. He started hitting the fucking pipe really, really fucking hard, and he started having a panic attack. 
Because that would probably yeah, that really happen weird. to someone that has anxiety, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I thought that was great. Yeah, because and the, the kids in the background were talking about like the princess shit. That was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, all their all their little all his little stoner friends and stuff. But I think like little things like that that they don't really need explanation. But it's like, oh man, he's like a real kid. You know what I mean? Like, because dude, anxiety and and all this like stress and shit are on the rise amongst teens. It's going up like crazy, especially with social media. Oh yeah, it's, it's like crazy. a million and, uh, percent also, up, dude. It's insane. And uh, yeah, and, and well, not only that, not just. Not just teenagers, but um, fucking depression, dude. Yeah, we had we lost Robin Williams, and just yesterday we lost Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, Did, uh, he committed suicide, right? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty sad. Yeah, and he had kids as well. So it's like you think about it. How can you just leave the world? Uh, you know, even like um, Chester from Lincoln Park, and and the guy from uh, what was it, Audio? Not Audio Slave, Soundgarden or Soundgarden? Yeah, Soundgarden. Same way. It's like these people have families and. I think the first thing, you know, without getting too much off topic, you automatically go to, oh, man, they had children. How selfish are they? But it's like, dude, depression can be like a real fucking huge dark cloud over your head. And it's like, and you don't even oh, yeah, think about, crippling. you don't even think about anything crippling. except escaping and just, you know, not wanting to feel like that. It doesn't matter if you have a million kids or not. You know what I mean? I think it's, it's just all about you in that moment. I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't. I haven't really gone. I, I mean, I've had. I've had dark clouds over my head. I think everybody has, but I, I've never gotten to that point really. And I can only imagine, dude. It's like fucking insanity. Yeah, it's never gotten to that point where it's like I really don't want to do anything today. I just want to lay in bed and do nothing. Yeah, it's not office space status yet. Not not like that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for lighting up the mood. <laughs> but uh yeah, so this this movie was uh do we didn't even talk much about the ending. So I mean, we get the that weird ending that everybody keeps talking about um and it's oh, before we get into that, everybody's saying that this is the scariest movie. It, dude, I saw a quote that said scariest movie of the year, possibly scariest movie of all time. Come on, give me a fucking break. Of all time, really? I don't I don't know about that. No, that's no. yeah, that's debatable. I'm going to I'm going to say as, I'm going to say so far this year. That's for me. I'm going to say this so far this year. Yeah, as as far as the overall movie, mm. it's probably one of the best horrors since probably Get Out. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, it was. It was like yeah, Get Out, like pushed to the pushed to the next level. Because was Get Out rated R? That was PG thirteen. I think it was rated R. Oh really? Okay. I, well, it feel it felt PG thirteen to me for some reason. Because I guess they didn't really get into too much dark, like super dark nature. Um, so I think this is like the next step for it, like for Get Out fans or, or like some kind of psychological twist type of thing. You know what I mean? And. Right. um Dude, I it, it it was um yeah definitely not of all time because there's so many movies you have to compare it to, dude. And I think these yeah, people that are saying of all time, they probably don't even watch horror movies. You know what I mean? Right, and especially since it's the same studio that um did The Witch and Free Fire, and it comes at night. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, you know like, what? You know what? Have you have you seen that? It comes at night. I have not seen that yet. No. You know what? Yeah, I heard I, the movies yeah I heard people said that that was the worst movie and they really try to push it like they they sold you more on the trailer and then when you went to go see the movie it was so fucking boring that's what I heard really it was that bad yeah it was like it was like the whole movie was a slow burn and I guess the outcome wasn't a good payoff Jesus and uh so I think a24 has not really a good roster as far as movies that they got coming out I'm gonna say this with this movie for sure and I'm just speaking for myself the trailer, they they spliced up so much shit in the trailer just to sell the movie. Because if you were to 
if you went to the movies expecting to see all that action happen like right away, you're sadly mistaken. And I felt like that was just a cash grab. It was kind of like a like a sick ploy to get butts in the seats, you know what I mean, and sell tickets. Because when you get there, it's literally an hour and a half of fucking slow burn besides Charlie's death. And then like the last 20 minutes you get or last 30 minutes, whatever, you get the whole ritual and all the crazy shit that starts happening with Annie. So right. I think that was kind of like a that that wasn't a good trailer, dude. Like I mean, that was a very misleading trailer, is what I mean to say. Yeah, you know what I mean. I I, I see that. I see it. I mean, did also you the, did you watch it? Did you watch a trailer expecting to see a lot of shit happening throughout? Somewhat, but then I, but I've also seen the witch, so I know what to expect. Because the witch was a total slow burn too. Yeah, and it was like it was confusing until the very end, and then you're like, ah. Oh. But also, I mean, this director, this is his first debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ari no, Aster's. Yeah, yeah, Ari Aster. Yeah, it's it's and it's um. I did talk about that too. That that uh that he had a, this this being his first film. I mean, he has a pretty promising future. Um, uh, not only in like the thriller genre, but just in in general. I'm sure he could he could write anything. You know, almost oh, definitely. And uh, going back to I I don't think we talked about her enough. Uh, Joanne, mm-hmm. Joanne's character. Did you see that coming? Because I don't, dude. I don't remember her. No. When um when Andy's character was going to the the loss meetings, I don't remember her being there really that much. I I didn't notice her in there. I'm gonna have to go back and see if if I did see her. I mean, she could have been just wait, waiting for there, waiting for her Annie, and then just kind of planned everything around it. But um, yeah. Once we started to see her tie in with the with the grandma and stuff like that, and uh, which kind of to me didn't make sense because they were different age groups. I mean, she was obviously a lot younger than the grandma, but it seems like this covenant that that of people that just stayed in the circle for a long time. So I think it's just like bloodlines or like certain people that are affiliated with this cult or what would you call it? Like a cult or I, I don't know. I don't. I don't see. That's what I'm saying. I don't watch enough of these movies to even know really on the subject of what it is. Yeah, definitely say it was Cole, but uh, Joan's character had did a really good job. I mean, I thought I thought she definitely oversold it when she was in the parking lot. She's like, Annie, oh Annie, I need oh, yeah. to, I need to tell you about this medium. And like, even Annie was laughing, <laughs> dude. Even Annie was laughing at how how yeah, over exaggerated. Yeah, she's like, oh, we got a skeptic and we have a neurologist and yeah. and all this stuff, and you got to come. It's real. Yeah, it, I it, talked it, to my grandson. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't until you saw like the actual um, spirits at work to, to where you know Annie was like, holy shit, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right, she was so freaked out yeah so that was uh, going back a little a little tidbit when uh when uh peter was in class i didn't i dude i i, I totally miss that but i guess on the chalkboard it said escaping fate and mm. i guess it's a homage to halloween how so because i guess in halloween the, the, the there's a character that discusses the same thing in class escaping fate yeah huh in the original halloween i have okay it's I when watch Pe- it yeah it's when peter's like first in class no i didn't know that either interesting i was like what the hell okay so uh, once again we have to get back to this ending dude because we haven't talked anything about it so um she finally decapitates herself and uh annie does and um we see her body just kind of float off and this is the thing people were laughing when they saw that or when they saw um annie crawling up the walls and stuff or like like floating it almost looked like she was floating across the walls like she was crawling but like floating across the wall yeah, and, um, and when she's in that little like crevice, like she's just chilling there, waiting. Yeah, and people, but people, strike. people were laughing at that. But I, I, I don't know. I, I really get sucked into things like that. I don't think it's funny. I mean, I don't. To me, I think it's almost like disrespectful if you're laughing at stuff like this because it's. I understand you don't get it, and it's almost absurd and stuff. But it, when you're dealing with supernatural powers, obviously, and, and you see her like banging her head and stuff like that, you know that she's not of this world anymore. Like something's taken over her. 
Right. You know what I mean? Like the so position is like uh, taking hold. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so it's almost like reality gets thrown out the window. Then you're like, okay, shit. Like shit just got dark. You know what I mean? The dark arts at war here. Right. So. <laughs> So um, when we when we finally see her decapitate herself, and then she floats on up into the like little clubhouse they built for Charlie and stuff, um, and when you see, we see everybody bowing down to the Charlie head, you know, like a statue, pretty much of like um, it almost looks like it's a body made out of metal, and then but but Charlie's head is placed on top with a crown on top, hmm. and then they pass that crown on to uh, Peter. But the thing is, though. I, I, why did they have her head up there to begin with? Because it made it seem like they didn't even want Charlie to even be involved in this. Yeah, I don't know. Because, I, 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 well, I mean, no, no, I take that back. Okay, they, maybe they wanted Charlie's inner, like her soul. and Because it, the soul did travel to Peter as a vessel, like a host. Right, right. They talked about the host thing earlier. Yeah, so maybe that's what it was. I, I'm, I just, I don't know, dude. There's a lot of thoughts when you see, when you see all that scene and there's like naked bodies everywhere just kind of bowing down and stuff like that. And they're saying like, all hail the king, you know, or king, the, you know, they're saying their chants and stuff like that. It was very unsettling, very dark stuff. And, and, um, but I did like, I did like how it played out. Oh, definitely. But what I'm wondering is where do they go from here? Like, what's next? What is, I leave what, it, I say leave it alone. Besides, I say leave it the fuck alone. But you know what Hollywood's going to do? If it makes money, they're going to make a sequel. Oh my God. Don't make a sequel. Josh. It's like the purges. Josh, we need more purges. Josh. No, we never needed a sequel to the purge. No. And, uh, we never needed a sequel for A Quiet Place, yet they're gonna do it because it made money. I know. So, I know, it's this is unfortunately the world we live in. And, um, if people stop supporting these sequels, they'll stop making them. Trust me, guys. So don't do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, th- do you have any more tidbits? Because that's all I gotta say about it. I, I, I it was a very unsettling movie. I, I still, I think I still don't understand it. I gotta go back and watch it again. Yeah, definitely probably see it again. Yeah. That, but that that decapitation, dude, I cringe, man. Yeah. It was so brutal. For Charlie's um, Charlie's decapitation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was so brutal. Yeah, that's bad. I do have an I do have a couple more tidbits. Give them. Just a couple random more tidbits. Um I guess a trailer for the film was accidentally shown at a screen of Peter Rabbit yeah, I in did. 2018 <laughs> in Australia. I did post that up. Yeah, that was actually pretty funny. Yeah. And then I guess the film premiered on January 21st, 2018 at the Sundance Film Festival in the midnight section. Yeah. So yeah, cool. that's what I heard. Yeah. I heard it was making its festival rounds and it was uh, getting really critical acclaim. So. Oh, yeah. Like 92 acclaim. out of 95 people love the movie. It's yeah, the, yeah, the meta score is like 87, I think. And then, um, unfortunately, the Rotten Tomatoes score has kept dropping over the couple, last mm-hmm. couple of days. Um, the audience score is really low. So, I'm just giving you guys a heads up. Like, it started actually at 100% from Rotten Tomatoes, and it's dropped down, I think, to now 93. And the audience score is like at 57. It's really low, dude. So, wow. just a heads up, guys. It's one of those movies. It's one of those fucking movies that you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it, you know? Yeah, it's totally gonna fuck with your mind. And I, th- I thought it was good. I thought overall, I gave it, I think, an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Yeah, nice. yeah. I would have to give it a nine, dude. I, I, I really enjoyed the writing. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. And it would have been a ten, but some of the scenes were like too over the top for me. And I know Annie was supposed to be hysterical and all that shit, but mm-hmm. it was like, it was, it was just too overacting to me. I don't mm-hmm. know. Hmm. It just. 
it was unsettling to me. Okay. Kind of I think it's what they wanted to do. They wanted to give you that kind of unsettling feeling throughout this whole goddamn movie with all the shots and the music and, and just everybody's... You know what? They focused on a lot of reaction from people. Like, they, the camera was on their face so long. Like, dude, they spent like 30 seconds on his face of him just turning his head. When he heard a noise behind him, he would just turn his head so slowly, 180 degrees. You know right. what I mean? When he heard the little click sounds from his sister. But, um, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie overall through and through. I think if you're a horror fan, you got to watch this film. Because, like I said, even though I didn't, uh, I'm not in the realm of, like, um, you know, uh, a Blair Witch was awesome. But I, I don't really get into other witchcraft-type movies. Um, even the movies like The Void, I heard got I, – I couldn't even finish The Void because, to me, it was very dull. But a lot of people say it's like a modern classic. I didn't, I didn't get into it. So hmm. there is a very minute uh, and 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 uh, and there's a there's a small demo for this uh, type of movie. Either, like I said, either you're gonna love it or you're gonna hate it. But I was kind of neutral as far as far as that goes. But I thought the overall movie being created, as far as shots, music, uh, writing, acting, I get that's why I give it an eight out of ten. But me personally, uh, I enjoyed it maybe fifty fifty. You know, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely. I'm probably gonna go see it again. Um, okay. I would I'd, I would totally recommend this movie, but for people out there, I'm sorry to say this, Jim, Carrie, if you're listening, please stop making movies. It's not your fault. It, it was just it was just the writing, and oh they, my god, they actually just put up another trailer for a movie he has coming out too, like a couple of days ago. They did. I, I haven't checked out the trailer, but I don't know if it's a comedy or, or what. But yeah, really, yeah. Anyway, what is it? I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't watch it, bro. But I just saw the th- right. I just saw the thumbnail. Anyways, um. Yeah, guys. So, uh, oh, you know what we're gonna have to do? We're gonna have to do like a like a like a podcast soon about all the trailers that came out, dude. So many fucking trailers came out, bro. Like, you oh, know, did you want to do a movie sequel too? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, soon. I mean, with your schedule, we'll probably be able to do it maybe next year, early next year, maybe. Actually, no. Tuesday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday. I'm I'm good. Tuesday, Wednesday. All right, buddy. We'll see. You say that, but we'll see. <sighs> all right. Okay. Well, that being said, I think that's all for now. Um, oh, yeah. Go to FlixTalkPodcast.com. We put up so many trailers. Like I said, four to five trailers are dropping daily because everybody's getting geared up for summer and the end of the year. Uh, have you checked out any trailers, Josh? Or Besides Halloween, not much. Or besides what? Widows, too. What, what, do you not, think? What, much. what do you think about Halloween? I, I'm excited. I'm stoked. They showed a lot in the that trailer. Fucking, yeah, everybody was, was dude. Everybody was creaming their pants when the and I knew it was going to happen. You know what? Because these trailers drop at either six a.m. or seven a.m. And right when I was getting ready to leave for work, the fucking trailer popped up on my subs- subscription. Ah. So I'm like, ah, oh, goddamn it! I got to post it and talk about it. So um, I thought it was cool. I mean, they showed a lot. And you know what? Jamie Lee Curtis does look really, really uh, good for her. Age. I'm talking about like moving around. Like she looks very mobile. Like she can fight still. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. She still got it. Yeah. She looked really old in the face, but uh, she's still moving around like she can kick ass. And she, she's been gearing up for this. Apparently, she's talking about how she's she's glad that he escaped so she can fucking kill him now finally. And I think nice. um, I think the casting choice was, was really good. A lot of people were actually upset that they didn't cast Danielle Harris again, which was she was in Halloween four and five um, to play the daughter of Jamie Lee Curtis. But that's fine. Um, she's our sc- scream, ki- scream queen. Instead, we got a uh, Judy Greer who plays uh, Karen Strode, who plays um, Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter. Mm-hmm. So she's a great actress, actually. And uh, I think she's going to do a good job. 
What did you think of that scene when they they have the mask and they're like going to go see Michael? Yeah, they're, uh, when they're the crazy. doctor's taunting him, or yeah, when he's all in chains and shit. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's a good backstory of. Um, I mean, you can never replace Doctor Loomis ever, even with no. <laughs> even with um, with what's his name from Clockwork Orange? What's, what's that guy's name? I keep. I, I fucked up his name last time, so uh, Ma- Math- Malcolm McDo- McDowell. He's the one that played Doctor Loomis in um, in Rob Zombie's uh, shit fest of Halloween. So, yes. Yes. Um, no one could ever replace Doctor Loomis. This guy didn't look Loomisy at all to me, but it is what it is. I don't know his acting ability yet. Um, I hope they only focus on it a little bit because with the Halloween one, they focus like the whole fucking movie on him in the Insane Asylum, and it pissed me off so bad. I didn't like that at all. Yeah. So yeah, it was um, like almost too much backstory. It's like we understand you want to add backstory, but not the whole fucking movie. Yeah, and then it was cool that they actually um, did a lot of like um, callbacks, I guess, to the original. I mean, there, there's one of her like seeing Michael like in instead of seeing him in the shadows, like she she saw him in the mirror. Or, I mean, the window or something, and she shot at him, right. and he wasn't really there. And then like you see him pop out in the closet, so it's like. It's always weird to me because it's like, dude, Michael would not do that. He would just go and brutally kill you. Like, why is he popping up, like, uh, planning these kills? <laughs> like, wouldn't he, just right? go kill, <laughs> wouldn't he just go kill everybody? Like, why is he doing that? I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's any planning in his killings. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's a lot of stuff happening in this trailer, um, but I'm glad we actually got to see Michael's mask. Um, which everybody wanted to see. Like, what was the Michael mask going to look like? And it looks like the original, just like with a lot of wear and tear. So oh, that yeah, was definitely that, aged. Yeah, definitely aged. Um, Michael has to be like in his late 60s. 78, right? 78? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Something. Dude, he's he, out there. He's evil. Got, he's got he, his pills. He's still killing people. Dude, he's evil never dies. Evil never dies. Spoffers, people. Do something. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Josh, uh, <laughs> if he didn't tell you already, or if I didn't tell you guys already, Josh bought me a Halloween movie poster for yeah, Halloween right, 2018. Brother. I have yet to. Lady I have yet. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. I have yet to frame You're it because it. it's so goddamn huge. It's like a fucking, fucking it huge is. Hollywood poster, man. And I got, I got to find a frame big enough to to hold that puppy. But um, I'm afraid mine either. It's just sitting on the top of my dresser. Just nice, chilling. nice. All right, guys. Uh, that being said, check us out on FlixTalkPodcast.com. That's F-L-I-X, talkpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at talkflix. That's talk, F-L-I-X. Send us a DM. We're posting stuff on there daily. Josh always sends me funny freaking clips and... (laughs) All, all, all this crazy, you know, or memes or, or whatever it is. And, and I'm, we're always posting our stuff on there. Um, also, we, uh, I did start the Twitter, Josh. I don't know if you saw that. I did start. I the saw Twitter. that. No, I saw that. Yeah. I mean, I'm slowly, uh, it's hard to kind of just go back and forth between Instagram and Twitter, but I did start one because mm-hmm. I don't know. Why not? And, it, uh, our, our Twitter is actually talk underscore flicks because someone already had talk flicks and someone already had flicks talk. So whatever. Um, so yeah, it is talk underscore F L I X. Follow us on Twitter guys. And, uh, yeah, if you guys are streaming us, uh, listen to us on Apple podcast, Castbox, and Google music play or God, Google play music. I always fucking Google fuck play that music. one up. Google play music. We're on there guys. And, um, yeah. Anything else? That said, uh, I think you said it all brother. Okay. And then you said Tuesday, we'll do another one Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever. You, you better make be. some time for this podcast. Josh, I love having you on, Tuesday man. Or Wednesday, You're my co-host, bro. Tuesday or Wednesday, David. You're my co-host, bro. You're my fucking co-host, bro. You're my bro. bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> got to get you pumped up, man. I don't give a fuck if you're pulling 18-hour shifts, man, and you go to sleep at 5 a.m. Wake up, goddammit.
Hit that vape. I'm up, brother. I'm up, brother. All right, man. Hit that vape with some power. All right. This is <laughs> this is David for Flix Talk signing out, guys. And this is Josh from Flix Talk telling you to keep on listening. And I'll be back, goddammit. I'll be back. You'll be back like goddamn Michael Myers. <laughs> That's right. Coming at you with a fucking kitchen knife.